It's the greatest show ever. Welcome to the end of the month. It is a brand new month and the last month in the year 2019. As the first Thursday in the month of December 2019. And I welcome you to the beautiful moment, the moment of breaking limits. The moment which you have all been waiting for. Uh, those of you wanting to cross over into Vision 2020, <laughs> that's if there's actually a physical bridge. Welcome once again to the world of tech. Welcome to Talk Tech. My name is Femi Greater Height, and uh, if you're not on the Facebook group, please head down to Facebook and search for Talk Tech Nigeria. You're going to see a page and you're going to see a group. You can like the page, but the group is where it all happens. We have over 11,000 members on that group, so ensure you are part of that group. Ask your questions, respond to queries, and let us grow the tech community together. So welcome again, one of the first updates, I'll be right back. Now the first update is uh, Google and um, Google, we all know that Google co-founders Larry Page and Sergey Brin, they have officially stepped down as the should I say they're playing the lead role for Alphabet? And if you don't know, there are so many bets. There are so many companies under Alphabet. Alphabet is just more like mommy giving birth to children, and children grow up, and sometimes they don't need their mommy. <laughs> so uh, definitely, it could still stand. And they have um, uh, Sonda Pitcher will be taking over from Larry Page and Sajid Brim. Now, it's been 21 years. These guys coming together, 21 years means you're, you're no longer a baby. You can make decisions on your own. And these guys are stepping down as the CEO and uh, the president, respectively. So um, Larry Page is the CEO. Sajid Brin is the president of Alphabet Incorporated. So they are stepping down. Uh, we've seen Bill Gates step down and... Microsoft did not crash. Please, nobody should interrupt me. <laughs> Microsoft did not crash. And uh, Larry Page, Sergey Brim, stepping down as uh, the leading role for the day-to-day -day activity. We're not saying they are leaving Google. They are, we're not saying they are leaving Alphabets. They are just only stepping down from the day-to-day -day running of that company. And they are giving it to... <laughs> they are not actually dashing him anyway. <laughs> he becomes the CEO. Uh, that's uh, Sonda Pitcher. So we wish them all the best. I'm still going to tell you some of the updates coming from Google, coming from all the bets put together. Uh, this is the Talk Tech. I'll be right back. I'm moving now to China. China, where things are happening. China happens to be uh, one of the 21st century colonizers, they are not colonizing you because they are putting chains in your hands. They are colonizing you by the ideas, the inventions, the tech. Yes, they are colonizing the world. I'm not, I'm not paid to the world, but they are trying to, in quotes, colonize Africa. Africa is the new market for China. We're not going to delve into that, you guess. We're not going to delve into that. The, there's the good parts you get coming into a continent and coming into a country and there's also the demerit. China has introduced a mandatory face scan for new mobile phone users. So what does that mean is that you know in Nigeria if you want to register your SIM, for example I want to use SIM in Nigeria, 
So uh, if you want to register your SIM, you go, they take your thumbprint, they take your first finger, and sometimes they take some couple of other fingers. Uh, um, then they do a passport photograph. Now, a passport is not, it, it doesn't suffice for a face scan. A face scan means they are going to do a 3D mapping of your face, how your iris looks like, how your cheeks bulge out, uh, what are the facial expressions, How? W- what is the symmetry of your face, the left and the right side symmetry of your face. So that is what China is introducing. And come 2020, it is mandatory for all mobile phone users, all telcos from um, December 1, it has started already from December 1, but the full effect definitely will not start until next year. So it is compulsory if you're in China, they will take a face scan for all the new mobile users. What is China going to do with this massive data they are collecting? Now, China is one country that knows how to control. They have their policies on controlling information and events in their country without external intervention and we've seen countries like nigeria copy systems and they don't copy it well so if you want to copy china copy it in in the in the entirety let us know that we we are we are yours (laughs) so that is a compulsory face scan for uh, those living in china are you saying this is a security feature uh we don't know if it's for security or China is trying to gain more control of its populace. That is for me to ask and that is for you to answer on your own. We are not going to bring China into my show today. (laughs) Now, one of the good news for me uh, will be the introduction of uh, the Snapdragon 865. Before now, we've seen Snapdragon 855 and 855 Plus. 855 Plus is just an upgrade to the 855. And before the 855, we add 850. Before 850, we add 845. Before 845, we add 840. Before 840, we have 780. Like that, like that, like that. But Snapdragon has been trying to improve on its chipset just the way you have the A12, A13, and come next year, A14 Bionic chipset from Apple. We've seen the uh, the, the Exynos from uh, Samsung. We've seen the Kirin from Huawei. And um, what are the features of the, the new Snapdragon 865? It's going to be coming up with some phones from next year. According to Snapdragon, it's going to be more efficient. It's about 25% efficient as compared to the 855. That's the 865 is 25% much more efficient, less power consumption for the 865, better processing, and it has a better improved uh, GPU, which is the graphics processing unit, 35% increase in efficiency of the GPU as compared to the 855. Now, the 865 will not be coming bundled with the X55 modem. X55 modem is the modem you all know as the 5G modem. 5G modem made by Snapdragon. So, if you make a phone and you put a chipset of, say, Snapdragon 855, you are still going to make a modem. Is the modem that is going to mount on uh, the chipset that would define the band. It's going, to, it's going to define the generation, I beg your pardon. It could be 3G, 4G, or 5G generation, or five, the fifth generation. I don't want to repeat myself, 5G generation. That's, that's so weird. 
<laughs> so, so it's not going to come in with bundled with X55 modem, which is a 5G. Uh, but it's coming with some upgrades. It's coming with the ARM Cortex A77, which is performance improvement of the A76. So many other CPU, GPU upgrades. I won't want to bore you guys with the technical parts, but it is a good one coming from Snapdragon. So let us wait for devices come next year. Updates are coming for Android 10 ahead of next year. Not all devices will be coming with uh, Android 10, especially for the low-budget phones and the mid-range uh, budget phones. Some might not be coming with Android 10, but uh, looking at the first quarter or the second quarter of next year, a lot of phones will be coming up with their flagship. And we know that uh, the beginning of every year, the first quarter, the second quarter, most devices will be coming with the flagship of 2020. So I don't know if they've already bundled the Snapdragon 865, which is just relatively new. It was announced about 11 hours ago. We don't know if they are going to wait for, <laughs> for the 865 to be bundled with their device or they would wait for 110. I'll be so surprised. I'll be shocked if any manufacturer next year releases a phone and calls it Android 9.0. It will just be a very, very huge shock for me because from next year, if you are Techno, you are Infinix, you are, you are Xiaomi, you are Oppo, you are Honor, you are Huawei, you are Samsung, you should be looking at Android 10, which is the baseline right now. You shouldn't do a flagship. And I'm talking to some of the major brands we have in Nigeria, which really breaks my heart. You see them recycling some specs. They give you camera, they take away battery, they give you battery, take away camera, they give you processing, then they take away every other thing. Let us do better <laughs> let us do better come next year so i anticipate bigger things for the smartphone industry come next year and as well for the laptop industry some laptops are becoming edge to edge and more uh, processing power coming from intel uh, we've seen some new uh, improvement to the intel um uh, processor and let us hope laptops become slimmer as much as they're becoming slimmer they produce less heat they are they have less throttling, you get, and and uh, they have more graphics processing. Let us see more laptops of 4K resolution. We know 4K and 2K might not really look alike, except if you scale them based on the screen size. So please note, a 4K and an 8K TV would look alike for the same size of the TV. For example, if your screen is 50 inches, and you somebody is buying a 4k tv and you say oh i'm buying a 4k 50 inches and you you are buying uh, 8k 50 inches you guys are going to have the same experience why because all the pixels are packed in the same space but the difference is that the more k's means that the more pixels that they are packing into that particular screen so i wish to explain more about screen resolution and uh, some of you will hear of uh, 1080p. The P there does not stand for pixels. You guys miss it all the time. You know, say, okay, a, a TV is um, uh, 1080 by 720, which is about HD or full HD or thereabout. The P there does not stand for pixels. It stands for progressive, progression. So uh, I'm going to, because pixels means PX, not P. The short form for pixels is PX, not P. So definitely 1080p 
is not 1080 pixels. You get. So I'm still going to explain all of that subsequently on the show in some other time. Now some other updates um, coming from around the world. And uh, one of them is TikTok's parent company is uh, sued for collecting data on kids. We've seen TikTok as an app that some people can do without TikTok. Some can do without Snapchat. Some can do without Twitter. We know them. We know them. I can't mention their names right now. Some can do without Instagram. You get some can do without Facebook. Some can do without to go. <laughs> One time to go was the addiction. But today, that's why I say tech today. You are here today. You are here tomorrow. If you don't innovate, you are definitely going to be thrown out in a large ocean of competition. So uh, when it comes to data, I'm always reserved because i'm of the opinion that not all data should be collected you understand uh especially apps that collect your location apps that collect want to collect your age want to collect uh, they, they want to gain access to your front facing camera they want to gain access to your microphones please if you don't know the history of some applications you don't know if the publisher or the person that developed the app is reliable Please do not allow an app to have access to your memory card, access to your front-facing cameras or your rear-facing cameras, or have access to your location. Location is very important. I've seen that being done on Facebook. You go to a place and Facebook announces to all your friends that you are 50 meters away. That feature, please, if you have that feature on and you don't like it, you can turn it off. It is not cool for me that they will set it by default you get i am of a person that imagine going into lagos you don't want your people to know that you're in lagos and facebook just announces that oh greater height is 500 meters away from you come on greater height. so you came to time not tell me how did you know bros he said don't worry the spirit of god told me now line on facebook tell him no be spirit of god so sometimes i feel not all information should be gathered by some of the applications and i want to talk about true color and true dialer as the case may be on the show one day i'm going to talk about it vis-a-vis the information they get from us and how people interpret those informations uh note if you are trying to call a number that you don't know before if you type it on true color true color looks at their database if the user is not registered on true color then TrueColor looks at the database of anyone that has your number and what is saved your number as. Now imagine I have a female friend, you get, just a female friend, you understand, nothing out of the context, nothing out of the ordinary you get, just a female friend and you save your female friend as <laughs> sugar <laughs> and your wife and somebody is calling you, you understand, so it has been saved somewhere as sugar, that particular number and somebody is calling you in presence of your wife and you have true color on your phone true color searches the database using your data your internet data and it extracts the closest name saved with that name so imagine somebody calling you in presence of your wife and true color brings it out as my sugar (laughs) man you will not be able to explain technology that day technology will fail you to explain so one of those things i want to see how i can look at it and how we can interpret some of those data that is being collected we've seen apps collect data facebook is collecting data instagram is collecting op is collecting all right is collecting but what are they doing with this data uh, some of us don't care some of us don't even wish to know 
uh, even Microsoft Windows is collecting performance data on your Microsoft operating system. Apple is doing the same thing. Android is doing the same thing. Uh, sometimes you need to understand what these data represent in the bigger picture. Some of you will say, "Ah, not just my data. Who I be? <laughs> data is the next is the next currency after cash. The next thing is data. If you have data, you have cash somehow." If you can interpret data, use data, manipulate data, it can give you cash in on the long run. It depends on you and how you do that. Money.